Welcome to the WP Tonic Podcast, brought to you by WPTonic.com, a WordPress maintenance and support service for business owners. We talk to the leaders in WordPress, business, and online marketing communities, bringing you insights on how to grow your business and achieve success. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic interview show. This is episode 448. We've got a great guest, Matt Golanzi. I probably butchered his surname, but he told me he was not going to hunt me down and kill me <laughs> afterwards. So that's okay. And I've also got my great co-host, Adrian. Adrian, would you like to quickly introduce yourself to the listeners and viewers? Hi, everyone. My name is Adrian. I'm the CEO and founder of a company called Groundhog. We build and sell, maintain, and publish marketing automation and sales plugins for businesses that use WordPress. That's great. And we're going to be talking about how to make really superb converting landing pages. We're also going to be talking about affiliate marketing, how to do it the right way. Matt, would you like to quickly introduce yourself to the listeners and viewers? Yeah. So my name is Matt Givanisi. It's it's uh it's said a bunch of different ways. I'm so used to it at this point. I found um, a, I found a unique way of saying it. Yeah, you found it. Yeah, everyone has one, especially when you get calls from like telemarketers. You like you know they're a telemarketer because you can't say my name. Um, so I run a site called MoneyLab.co, which is a uh, it's a site and a podcast that I, I hard to explain, but I basically uh, do experiments and challenges to make money online in crazy and different ways and. Um, that's sort of my main business. And uh, as it relates to WordPress, all of my websites, I've, I, I, uh, I have a flagship business called swimuniversity.com that I've had for like 12 years now. And I teach people how to take care of their pools and hot tubs because I did grow up in the pool industry for most of my uh, life and started a website business around that and have started multiple businesses uh, around affiliate marketing and digital products. Um, I'm a web developer. I am a graphic designer. I'm a podcast producer. I'm a video editor and filmer. Kind of a jack of all trades when it comes to uh, digital internet-y things. Yeah. So that's a man of many talents. Yeah. So Just a multi, a, multimedia. We'll there we go. Yeah. Well, before we go into the main part of the interview, folks, I want to mention one of our great sponsors, and that's Kinsta Hosting. Why is Kinsta? Kinsta is one of the most premier hosting providers in the WordPress hosting space. If you've, got, if you've got a website or you're working with a client and you're building a WooCommerce website, a membership site, a learning management system, your normal cheap hosting ain't going to cut it. And if you're looking for really premier hosting with fantastic support, Kinster are the people to go to. They host all their websites on the Google Cloud platform, but what you get is a superb interface and also the best support on the market 24-7. I mean some of the best support on the market. Um, we've been hosting the WP Tonic website for over two years. They've been supporting the show for almost two years. Um, and I'm just been delighted with their support and being a partner with them. So go over to Kinsta, buy one of their packages, and also tell them that you heard about them on the WP Tonic show. That really supports the show. So, Matt, um, let's start with landing pages. Um, why why so many of them fail? You know, why are so many of them awful? <laughs> are they are they are they all awful? I they're really hard to make, I'll tell you that. Um I think 
you can, especially if you don't know what you're doing with a with design and coding and sales copy. And I mean, there's so many different pieces of a landing page and what makes a good landing page. And if you tell somebody what makes a good landing page, they might say something completely different from someone else. And so um, I think the reason why they're bad is because they're hard. And it's really hard to find information on how to do a good one. And I think that, it's good, that goes for like everything on the internet. I mean, for example, when I started my business, I would you know research and learn about SEO. And, and the more I would take certain tactics and apply it to my business, and then it didn't work. And I'm like throwing my hands up in the air like, why isn't this working? And it wasn't until I either sat down with myself and just asked like, what would I want as a human being in this particular... like, What questions do I have if I were looking at this for the first time? Um, or, or what do I think would work? And then just kind of following that strategy and then putting that strategy in place and then just kind of focusing on it. Like kind of you know, going on an information diet, throwing everything else out the window, ignoring all the, the marketing tactics and you know, things that people tell you to do. And just kind of trust your gut. That's one way to do it. The other way to do it, or the, I guess on top of the gut thing, is to just look and see what your people are doing on the landing page and ask them. Like you, you don't even need software. You can literally, like if anybody signs up, you can just email them and say, like, why, what made you sign up? Like, what part? Was it the landing page? Was it something there? Um, did, or like if they try to leave, you could ask for their email address, like, hey, we just want to ask you a question. What, what, you know, why didn't it? Why didn't it work? You know, was it too long? Sometimes, like that's the thing. Like you, you, you sit there and you can make this huge landing page with all this sales copy and all these images, and you're like, "This is the greatest sales page of all time." And then some. Most people would just be like, "It was too long." I'm like, "You're like mother." You're like, that's the one thing I didn't think it was going to be. Right? It's like, ugh. All right. Well, so you really, and I think you could talk this. You could literally hunt on the internet and be like, uh, "How long should a sales page be?" And some jackass out there will be like, it needs to be 1,200 words. It needs to be 5,000 words. It needs to have these elements. And you'll put all of those things in place and then you won't convert at all. And you're gonna be, you'll throw your hands up and go like, I don't know what's wrong. And it's really just about like one, trusting your gut and what you feel is right. And two, asking the people who are actually visiting your site and signing up for your service, mm-hmm. what made them do it. And then just add more of that or you know, improve that part. Yeah, I totally agree with before I throw it over to Agent, but isn't there one fundamental thing that a lot of people forget about though, Matt, is that if you ain't got a lot of traffic going to your website in the first place, you can have the best landing pages in the world because only a small percentage of them are going to, it's really dependent on the amount of traffic you got to start off with, isn't it? Yeah, and it depends on the type of traffic too because not all traffic is equal. So you could sit there and like, we're currently running Facebook. So we have a WordPress plugin called uh, Lasso at getlasso.co. And I designed this massive landing page. It's got videos, moving images, all kinds of stuff. And we have like almost zero traffic. Hopefully this podcast will help. But we started running Facebook ads and I'm like, well, okay, what audience is going to work? What, what is, what's going to resonate? Like if I choose an audience of like people who like affiliate marketing and also WordPress, are those people going to be good? Or are they going to be just... I mean, am I, am I just paying for traffic for traffic's sake? Or am I paying for the right kind of traffic? So for us, I think we're just paying... We're Right now, we're just trying to experiment with different audiences and seeing which one, like, they, which one resonates with our landing page. And again, like asking them, what made you buy? Like, why, why, did, you, why did you sign up for the free trial? There's, you know, what is it? Oh, it was this. 
okay, we should probably make that more prevalent on the sales page or maybe highlight that a little bit more with better copy or whatever. Uh, and then one of the things that I do before I even design a sales page at all is write, just write a huge like Word doc trying to like, a, like a, I write a letter to a friend who I think would be interested in my software or my product and just like tell them a story that's like, hey, this is what, you know, I built this because of X and blah, 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 blah. Then I write it all down and I do all the editing and then I build the sales page around that, that copy. That's great. Over to yeah. you, Adrian. I actually just, I want to follow up on, on something that Matt mentioned. So you're about to run like this huge Facebook campaign uh, and we're talking about what makes a good landing page. And, you know, sometimes what people do, and I am certainly guilty of this, is I'll go see what other people are doing. I'll go see the ads, the type of ads that they're running, and I'll go to the landing page and I'll just, you know, I have no shame. I will just blatantly, like, more yeah. or less just copy the right. damn thing, right? Yep. If I'm in the same niche, same vertical, I'm offering the same product, just in a little bit of a different way, mm-hmm. you know, just change the headline, you know, change a few images, and you've more or less got the same thing. And it's works for them, it'll work for me. That's and you got to start. <laughs> no, but you but you do have to start somewhere, right? Yeah. I think it's like a good place to start and then grow. But yeah, there's so many times that I've done that where I've taken other people's you know existing thing. That's I, I, and that's the thing. Do you even know if it works for them? No, we don't. Right? We really don't. <laughs> you don't even know. They could they could be spending like millions of dollars and that million. We don't know what their ad budget right. is, so we don't know what the level of engagement is. And that's just to say, uh, just from a personal experience, because you're running Facebook ads, I ran Facebook ads, and it was a total just waste of money. I yeah. copied a, I copied the campaign or or emulated I should say the campaign mm-hmm. from a company called Sendy. It's a marketing it's a uh, it's an email marketing platform it's self-hosted. I run a self-hosted email marketing platform. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like same audience, you know, same kind of deal, same kind of ad copy, right? And it was just total a total waste of money. So what works for other companies even in the same niche might not work for you. So you know, it's really important that you do your experimentation. Yeah. You do, you do your 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 ad copy, and you and you go with your gut, like you said. You just, you know, I did, it wasn't really my gut feeling. I was just this might work, uh, and right. this might work is not necessarily something to bank a lot of money on. No, and you do learn from it, right? Yeah, you learn. Yeah, well, you, I did you, learn a lot. <laughs> you might you might learn it doesn't work. I think too, you have to recognize that sometimes you. I mean, I definitely do this a lot. Where I'll take a sales page like Intercom, and I'll be like, oh, this is a great sales page. I love the sales page. And I'll, and I'll make a sales page very similar to it. And then you realize like, well, they're intercom. Like they're yeah. big. They're a huge company. Everywhere, they already have like brand awareness. So of Cloud. course they can, right. They can, they don't need a really like snappy headline. They need like yeah. a really, they can, they can be a little artsy and a little bit cooler than everybody else. Whereas like, if you're just getting started, you have to be like blatantly obvious mm-hmm. in what you're selling. Like don't try to be clever or cool. Like right now, I, even on our lasso sales page, um, which we're having trouble with with Facebook ads. It says make more money with every link. That's like a cool, slick headline. It's true. That's our that's our actual goal. But it probably needs to say something more like, you know, uh, how to make more money with every link by managing all of your links in one place with our, uh, you know, affiliate marketing WordPress plugin. You know, yeah. <laughs> like that's like it needs to be like kind of you know. Foolproof, if if you know, right. and I think uh, especially when you're getting started, once you get up and you're you know you're you're the cool kid in town, then yeah, you could have like a, a snappy, uh, clever headline if you want. Yeah, but I think I think what you said, you know, if you're like new to the game, like if you go and decide to like copy a sales page from a super huge company that's got brand recognition clout, like right. what works for them not will not necessarily work for you. 
It would be, no. it would be, as you might want to go find a smaller player who's already successful, do the same thing and, and try and emulate that. But yeah. again, if they're small, there's no guarantee that it's I know, there's that you. too. And, and here's <laughs> the thing I always find it really difficult when I, you know, I said earlier, like, ask for feedback, you know, ask the people who yeah. bought your thing. And I'm like, that sounds great when you have people who bought your thing and they're willing to share that information with you. But if you're yeah. just getting started and there's nobody <laughs> to ask, it's like, how do you do that? And I, I think with that, there are plugins, there are, you know, like there are things you could add to the sales page to kind of just get literally any kind of information. There's uh, like Hotjar. You could see what people are doing on your website, you know, record them. Um, literally like any, like I think the first, when you're first setting up a landing page or a sales page for anything, you really need to set yourself up to learn for like the first few months and figure, mm-hmm. and then, you know, drive traffic to it any way you can. If you got to pay for it, you know, you don't have to pay a lot of money. You could do a really simple campaign in Facebook or Google ads or whatever. Um, you could share, I don't know. It's really hard to get traffic if you're not using like SEO, but you, uh, the more you can, the more information you can get, the more you can improve on your sales page. And don't think that your sales page is a one and done type of situation. Like my sales pages are ever evolving all the time. Right. You know, Absolutely. whenever I get a new piece of information, I'm like, all right, well, that's a good idea. And if I if it resonates with me, then it'll probably resonate with my audience since I am my own audience. So I'll go in and, and tweak those things. And, you know, I'm not really big on like A B testing things, especially when you have because everyone wants to A B test things. I'll tell you one thing. If you don't have an audience, if you do not have traffic, like if you don't have like New York Times level traffic. A-B, really testing, no point. The A-B testing is completely pointless. Yeah, you need... It, it will take you years before you get an, a legit answer. Um, so you kind of, at the beginning, just have to go with your gut. And, you know, anecdotally, based on, uh, you know, user feedback, if you can get it, I would, I would set stuff up to get that stuff early on. And, and Thank you. Improve. And, I, and yeah. I think with that, we need to go for the break. Yeah, I think we're going to go for the break. When we come back, we're going to delve into affiliate marketing. I think we've had a superb discussion already, and Matt has been very generous with his knowledge. We'll be back in a few moments, folks. Do you want to spend more time making money online? Then use WP Tonic as your trusted WordPress developer partner. They will keep your WordPress website secure and up to date so you can concentrate on the things that make you money. Examples of WP Tonic's client services are landing pages, page layouts, widgets, updates, and modifications. WP Tonic is well known and trusted in the WordPress community. They stand behind their work with full, no question asked, 30 day money back guarantee. So don't delay. Sign up with WP Tonic today. That's wp-tonic.com just like the podcast we're coming back we've had a good discussion already but before we go into affiliate marketing i want to talk quickly about one of our sponsors and that's lifter lms now what is lifter lms well if you're looking to build a course or courses and you're looking for one of the best wordpress based learning management system lifter lms is a great choice I personally feel it's one of the best on the market. It's got a superb team behind it. I personally know both developers uh, or owners of the plugin, and they've just been game busting uh, the functionality and w- what they're building and the community they're building. So if that sounds interesting for yourself or for a client, go over to Lifter LMS, see what they've got to offer, and also tell them that you heard about them on the WP Tonic website podcast. 
right, Matt, we're going to be discussing affiliate marketing, something I've been trying very hard <laughs> and totally fa- failing to some extent, but I keep at it. But, you know, I have bursts of the, you know, like there's, there's so many um, balls that you're juggling. Yeah. A, many moving parts. Moving mm-hmm. parts. So I kind of, I, I, the way I deal with it is I put everything in a little department and then something, you know, I do my best at the time and I leave it and then I, I talk to somebody like you and then I go back to it. And yeah. I know I've got to do better affiliate marketing, but I, I've not that, been that successful so far. Got any insights about some of the key things people get wrong about affiliate marketing to start the conversation? <clears throat> well, I think it's um, what people get wrong about it is that it's easy money. Uh, it's not. Um, it takes a long time to grow. It requires a lot of traffic um, because you're not you're not selling a digital product where you're making a hundred percent of the of the the revenue. You're uh, you're making eight percent maybe on a on a good affiliate. You know, thirty percent if you're doing software, and you know, it's and you have to be a salesperson. Like you have to develop a. Oh, no, I, I actually, I didn't explain this. I apologize. I meant on the other side, I'm trying to get affiliates. To oh. My, and I've been totally, um, I haven't well, had much success getting the right affiliates to kind of sign up. Even to, be honest, was- to be honest with you, I don't know anything about that side of it. <laughs> I, we have it We have it with Lasso, like, you know, because obviously it's an affiliate marketing WordPress plugin for people who make money with affiliate marketing. That's what it's for. Yeah. Now we do have an affiliate program with Lasso. People are using the affiliate program to sign up for Lasso. How to get them energized to actually pitch your stuff? I think if I had to make a guess, um, it would be providing them value and like providing them not value assets to make it easy for them to put things. Like for example, I have an affiliate uh, relationship with a company, and they're just like. Hey, please just put one of our links on one of your pages. Just, just, just it's all they're asking for, and I'm just like, yeah, I'll get to it. And it's just like it just keeps getting pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. Um, and the reason it happens is because it's like, well, the thing that I'm doing is working right now. I'm not really, you know, a lot of uh, website owners are not really into. I shouldn't, I shouldn't classify and generalize, but you know, like going in and updating old things all the time. You know, I think it's. You'd want to constantly remind them and then make it very easy for them. We're like, hey, all we're asking for is, you know, send an email out, send a tweet out. Here's the tweet. Here's the email already crafted for you. Um, here's an asset. You know, here's a, um, an image. Here's, you know, just basically providing them with like making it very, very easy for them. Because here's the thing, like as an affiliate marketer myself, it's, you know, like if you don't have something to make it easy, it becomes hard. And one of the reasons we even developed Lasso was, you know, going into each and every blog post and up and finding the link and updating that link in each post is a pain in the ass. It's like you need you would need if you're if you're running a bigger company, you would need to hire somebody. And so, you know, because we have these these large websites that get millions of visitors a month, we're like, okay, how what can we do to make it? easy on ourselves as business owners to update and add new affiliate links and to, to all of our blog posts without having to go into each and every single one of them. And that's why we developed Lasso. Um, and 
On top of that, you need companies to, you need to develop relationships with affiliates like, you know, like yourself. I also run an affiliate program for Money Lab. I run an affiliate program for Lasso. And to be honest, like on both of those, I do a very bad job at providing assets and providing like, you know, the tools needed to engage my affiliate marketers to go and promote my thing for me, you know, but you need to like have a system. Everything that I've ever done in business that has been successful has, it has been because I developed a system and put it on autopilot in some way. Cause if it's up to me to remember to do something, I will fail. I will fail miserably because I have, you know, SOS. Right. So, uh, shiny object syndrome. So, like, it is this like constant battle of like, should I be doing this? Yes or no? Okay. I should be great. I'm going to do it. And then I do it for like a week. And then I'm like, okay, I'm done because I'm bored. But if I instead, like, I'm going to do this thing, I'll set up a system, write down all the steps, and then literally hand it over to a VA or hand it over to somebody on my team or at least. For me, put it in Asana so that it comes up every Tuesday, every Wednesday, whatever it is. Then at least if there's some sort of like mechanical system that's helping me push this thing along, it'll yeah. work. And I think like with affiliate marketing, it is like, hey, every week go in and update yeah. these posts. Hey, every week go and email your affiliate marketers and tell them that you have a, you're running a promotion. Tell them that they're, you know here's a new you know asset that they can add to their websites. Here's a, a new email that they could send out to their email list that's completely written by you and for you. Just change things here and there. The more you make it easy and consistent for people, the better it's going to be. And the same thing goes for you know the other side of affiliate marketing is you know just adding one affiliate link to a popular post doesn't make money. You have to go in and add affiliate links to multiple posts and actually sell those affiliate links. Why are you telling me to click this thing? Be honest and transparent. Why am I clicking this thing? Should I be clicking this thing? Where is this thing going to take me? And you want to lead them to the best success possible, which is, hey, I'm recommending this, you know, this software like you just did. I use this software. I like this software. Here's how I use it. You know, give them the most amount of information possible, and you will have the most success with people clicking and converting into sales for you. I think you, yeah, you just outlined what I've not been doing. I, I think that was superb, Matt. And just a quick before I throw it over to Adrian, is it also you know you got to do everything you've just said because I also think people forget the twenty eighty rule. But you know that yeah, only about twenty percent of those have even if you do this work right, which I've not been doing. Which I'm going to be writing out a plan after yeah. this podcast. Yeah. Uh, based on what your advice you're just giving us, I think you were spot on. Is that the reason why you got to do that? Is that only all the people that you outreach, only twenty percent, are really going to send you any kind of possible clients, aren't they? Or at the twenty percent conversion rate, it's pretty good. Pretty good in my eyes. Yep, that's true. Over to you, Adrian. And I think I'm going to expand on like that that eighty twenty rule really quickly because when when you're running an affiliate program, you get you get like three kinds of affiliates. You get the people who's like, that's their main gig. Like mm-hmm. their entire life is there. They do affiliate marketing. They do YouTube tutorials on various different products and they run courses and they whatnot. Um, but really the, the whole purpose of like their, their business entity is to send people elsewhere and get that 20, 20 to 30% affiliate commission. Like, yeah. So there's that group of people. The, the next group of people 
are like partners and implementers and agencies where they are doing implementation work and then they're going to send, you know, their people to go get their license keys and whatnot. And then Mm -hmm. whenever they get a client, they're going to send them with their affiliate link. And then you have the third group and that third group is makes up probably the majority of most people. And those are like, oh, I can sign up to be an affiliate. That's kind of neat. Yeah. Right. And that's like, usually I'll make a little extra money. Yeah, and you know it'll be easy, right? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. you know I, I was read, I was listening to your podcast, and you know it was like it'll be easy. They said we'll make extra money. They said you know being an affiliate is really easy. They said, right? And it's like none of those things are necessarily true. In order to be like a solid affiliate, you have to have a couple things first. Well, number one, you have to have an audience, and number yep. two, you have to have a distribution method. If you don't have yes. either of those things, you cannot expect any like sort of traffic or revenue from said affiliate. Right. But it's really easy to get affiliate links in the start. If you're just getting started, you have zero traffic and you want to start making money the first person who visits your website, the easiest way to do that is to throw an affiliate link on there and sell the shit out of it. But if you're, you know, like if you wanted to create a product on your own and sell that, well, that's way more harder or way more harder. It's a lot harder to do because then you have to do the product and then you have to build the audience. Whereas mm-hmm. like at least the product's already done. I may not make 100% revenue, but I might make 8, 10, 30% revenue or whatever. So it is the easiest way to get started. And I do recommend it. Even if like I sell my own products and stuff, we still take advantage of affiliate marketing because there's, there's products that we don't sell, but that work really well with our products. Like mm-hmm. on, you know, on Money Lab, I talk about SEO a lot. And it's like, and I talk about page speed. And I don't own my own page speed plugins. I don't own my own hosting service with like incredibly good caching. So I need to recommend those things. And if I'm going to recommend those things, the things that I personally use, which is what affiliate marketing is all about, you would need to build trust. If I'm going to do that, well, then I'm going to I'm going to like use those affiliate links. Like, why not? Yeah, why absolutely. not take the cash? Right. In, my, in 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 like a personal case for me, I have a I have a recommends page. And, yeah. You know, tools that. I use and other customers use in, in tandem with my tool. I'm just like, hey, listen, you know, people use this stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go get an affiliate. I'm just going to throw it on our recommends page. If a sale comes through it, then that's great. But that's like kind of the affiliate that I am for other companies is right. like, I'm in the third group. Right. Yeah. I can be an affiliate. You know, that's right. kind of cool. But I'm not like spending money or are exerting effort besides like throwing the link on a page somewhere. Right. Yeah. And that's going to be the vast majority of your affiliates is they're going to put the link on a page somewhere, but they're not usually going to actively promote it unless like what you said, you make it extremely easy and they're engaged enough that they're going to want to, to go ahead and do that. But that's a lot, you know, that requires, you know, putting a lot of effort into your affiliate program. If you're yeah, you have to, to do that, then you can't expect that in return. Yeah. You have to nurture that audience yeah. for sure. And then like, I mean, here's the thing too, if you want to be an affiliate marketer, I want to, I want to point out that it's not all doom and gloom because I make, my living from affiliate marketing. I, you know, my site, Swim University, you know, yes, it gets millions of visitors a month. I took me 12 years to get there, but that site is doing like multiple six figures every, every year. So it's like, and that's all just from Amazon. So like with like the lowest amount, like I'm not selling software, I'm selling physical products. Like it can be done and it can be sustainable. It's just, you know, you got to start somewhere and you got to build traffic and you have to build trust and you have to build relationships. And it's like, it's, and, and none of those things are going to happen immediately, right? You have to, everything's an iteration on itself. Every week, every day, you have to go in and just change a little bit more. One thing at a time. You cannot eat an entire elephant in one bite. You have to do it one, one piece at a time. 
And it's really hard as an, as an entrepreneur and somebody who can do it all, the jack of all trades who can do it all, wants to just get everything done in a single day. And as much as I like want that and it, and it, and it, and it like, and it really, really want that. And it drives, it stresses me out that it's not finished. Um, sometimes I'm like, I need to just go into a sauna, break my task down into individual tasks and assign one tiny thing a day. And I go in, I'm like, I'm going to write this article. I'm going to add these 10 affiliate links. I'm going to, you know, promote this, whatever. I'm going to, you know, create an email for my list and schedule it. Like every day, it's just like one piece at a time. And the consistency is what builds businesses, not the trying to do it all at once. And I think that is a great point to start closing up and wrapping yeah. up. Do you? Just before we do that, are there any, um, have, have you got any really good resources about affiliate marketing on one of your websites? Yeah. I mean, I think go to uh, moneylab.co. That's just like everything that I do to make money online with affiliate marketing is kind of there in some capacity. If you sign up for my email list at moneylab.co, I, I have a multiple, I have emails that go out that talk about exactly how I do it, the tools that I use. Um, you know, I have courses. I have an entire course around affiliate marketing and how I do it. Um, so yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of information over at Money Lab. And then with affiliate marketing, we have a tool called Lasso at GetLasso.co, which is a WordPress plugin that manages all your affiliate links and allows you to like update them. And it connects if you want to use it with Amazon or any other affiliate program, but with Amazon specifically, it connects directly to their API. You can build display boxes to increase your conversion rates. You can you'll see where all your affiliate links appear on what pages, and if they're getting clicked, you can send that that data over to Google Analytics so you know which affiliate links are actually working and where, and then you can tweak them, change them without having to go into each and every single post to update them. You could do it all in one like dashboard view. It's pretty awesome. That's fantastic. And Adrian, how can people find out more about you and what you're up to? So if you are looking to communicate with your affiliate list better, you may need a solution, maybe email marketing in order to be able to do that. Groundhog is a full suite CRM and email marketing platform built as a WordPress plugin. So you can just drop it into your pre-existing WordPress site. And if you want to find out more about how you can do that, you can go to groundhog with two G's at the end dot I-O. That's fantastic. And we're going to have some bonus content. Um, Matt's been generous and agreed to stay on with us. I haven't scared him so far. And um, we're going to be talking about some of the things he's learned about trying to build Lasso, um, some of the things, some of the mistakes he's made, some of the victories he's had, what he's learned from the process so far, and yeah. anything else he wants to throw into the discussion. Um, also, if you want to support the show, um, the best way is to go to Apple and give us a review. It really does help the show a lot. I know it's a pain in the posterior, but if you're getting real value um, from the show, please go over to Apple and give us a review. And also, I publish the shows on the YouTube channel the quickest. So if you want to see the shows the earliest possible, it's best to um, go to our YouTube channel and register there and you'll be notified when a new show appears. Matt, all I can say is you have to come back in the new year. Hopefully you agree to do that. I can do that. I think you've given an enormous amount of value and insight. Um, and it's been a, gr a great show. We'll be back next week with another hopefully great guest like Matt offering some real tips and real world experience um, to make you or your client's website more successful. We'll see you soon, folks. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to WP Tonic, the podcast that gives you a spoonful of WordPress medicine twice a week.